Hello, this is Pubcast29. We are live at Briarbank Beer Fest. Daniel's here. Hello. Rob's here. Hello. And Ellie's laughing in the background. Hello. And today we're going to have a live beer tasting. But first of all, earlier on we spoke to the head brewer, Rob, who gave us a little tour around his little brewery. As you can see, we're a very small brewery. It's taken us five seconds to walk from one end of the room to the other. We have a lot of shiny equipment, uh, which is very fun to use. And uh, if you'd like, I'll explain what each piece does. Yeah, please do. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. So where's the first place you would go first thing in the morning? First thing in the morning would be to turn our hot liquor tank on, which is full of water straight out of the tap. Right, so that's the first thing to do in the day, because we need hot water. The second vessel, which is this big shiny one here with the big triangle on top, which is the grain hopper, is where we mix the malted barley and grain with the hot water. We call that the mash tun. Uh, we mash the grains in for an hour so that we can get all of the sugars broken down um, for what we need at the end of the day for the yeast to turn to alcohol. Uh, so that's the mash tun. That takes around an hour. Malted grains, hot water. And we drain out of the mash tun, and, uh, which we call a sparging. So we just trickle hot water over the top and drain the sugary mixture, which we now call the wort, from the bottom. That takes a couple of hours just to sprinkle through, as we want as much of the sugar, sugary wort as possible through into the boiler. This next beautifully shiny piece of equipment you can oh. see is the boiler. Lovely piece of equipment. It's a round pot with some heating elements in the side. That <laughs> boils the wort up to 100 degrees, boiling point, funny enough, which is where we add the hops. The hops go in uh, as soon as it reaches a boil for bittering hops, and then at the end of an hour boil for aroma hops. Bittering hops bitter the beer, aroma hops add aroma and flavour, funnily enough. Yeah, makes sense. After an hour of boiling, we pump it over to a fermenter. It's pumped through a chiller, so by the time it reaches a fermenter, it's around 18 degrees. Then we pitch the yeast in 18 degrees, and that's where it will ferment to four to five days, turning all the sugar in the wort to alcohol. Then we can finally call it beer. Nice. Then we chill that down to two degrees to stop the yeast from working and to drop all the particles out so it's reasonably clear. We pump it into a cask goes into a cold store for two weeks and then we roll it back into the cellar which is right next to us nice. and it's served upstairs. Wow. That's pretty pot. easy, yeah. And there you go. There you go. That was cool. That was, that was a nice little uh, explanation actually. It was good. I have a uh, better understanding of what you do now. That's, that's really good. Um, so one of the first questions we wanted to ask you was uh, if you could tell us about the bar slash brewery and what makes it different to any other bar slash brewery. This is the only bar slash brewery which I know of in the area. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but where the brewery on site has its own bar where it's open to the public seven days a week where you can come and taste a large range of just the brewery's ales. So we're a lovely small brewery where you can, and we're completely open. We have a glass front on one side and a big open hatch on the other. So you can come in and peer through the hatch and have a look at what's going on and the brewery and then go upstairs and try the beers which are brewed just under your feet. Um, there's not many other places around here that you can do that. I've got to say, it's, it's one of the few place, places I've seen which is quite open. You can sort of see all what's going on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Refreshing. So what makes you passionate about beer? I just love beer. I love creating new beers. Uh, I probably could say that I enjoy creating beers and different beers more than I do drinking them. So now I've got other people to drink them, it's even better. Okay. So my head just exploded from that revelation. <laughs> no. I'm not sure that was true. No, I do. I enjoy creating beers probably more than I do drinking them. No, by that I mean I like to brew beer, but I would never have enough patience to sit through and drink 
one batch of beer before going on to create the next. Yeah. I love to experiment and try new things. And also, it's great to see people sit down and enjoy something I've made myself from scratch. So, are you always happy with your beer? Like, what do you think makes good beer? Or are you your own worst critic, would you say? I'm my own worst critic. Every beer I brew, the first taste, I think it's disgusting. I want to pour it straight down the drain. <laughs> it's not until other people say, actually, that's pretty good, and they come back for more, that I think, ah, I might be okay. In every beer I have, I drink and think, oh, it could be slightly different. But people seem to really like it. I need to try and learn that the beer is good. And some beers, of course, do need tweaking now and again, but most of them are spot on where they should be. It's just, I've always got that idea in the back of my mind that because I made it, it's going to taste like homebrew, horrible stuff. Yeah. So you've got about, what, is it 18 beers on for this festival? Is that this right? festival, we've got 18 beers, and we've got all of our normal range of beers. We haven't bothered with some of the older seasonal beers, because we're not sure if we'll brew them again. Yeah. We'd like to do new seasonal beers, just to keep it different. But yeah, so our main range of 18 beers is available at our festival. Is 18 probably the capacity of different? Oh no, we could easily brew different beers. It's just a case of people get a bit confused. You go too too many beers and people get confused. And to be completely honest, this is probably the biggest range you'll see on because some beers will get cut back now because some go slower than others. Because when there's such a big range, there's too much to choose from and I think people get a bit they can't remember what they had last good time they number. came in. To be honest, 18 is a very good number for such a... It's, it's quite a small brewery. 18 is a very decent number, I think. Yeah. I concur. I concur. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's a lot of beers for our, our yeah. Small, yeah. small brewery. It's pretty impressive, to be honest. So, what's next for Briarbank Brewery? Uh, any exciting plans um, for the future? Yes, we've got some surprises coming up. Uh, I can't tell <laughs> you all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, for one of the surprises is for... Um, a special occasion. Well, we're going to age our 30th batch of stout on some uh, old oak rum casks. And yeah, if you just take a sniff in this. Oh, wow. Wow. That's it's excellent, incredible. yeah. And it's going to go in with a little bit of cocoa nibs to give it a chocolate hint and a vanilla bean. And it will be limited edition, but it should be on in the next month or so. And um, just to commemorate the 30th batch of our stout, because that's a nice round number. And yeah, that hopefully should be good. But we've got some ideas. I'd like to do another wheat beer, but more of a Belgian-style white beer. Um, for Christmas... Wheat beer. Indeed. For Christmas, I'd like to do a much stronger Belgian beer, say 7.5% rather than 6 A double? Triple? Ouch. Oh, it'd definitely be a double. Yeah, definitely. good. Put a bit of Belgian candy syrup in the boil. Oh, and lovely. That'd, that'd be lovely. Would it be the colour the color of double as well? I hope so. Wonderful. Lovely. 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 Fantastic. Right, well, thanks for showing us around today, Rob. Sounds no like a pleasure. So now let's go on to the beer tasting. Um, what's up first, Rob? We have the Suffolk Brown Ale, a traditional brown ale, which is a 3.3%, a good session mild. What do you think, Heidi? <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's nice. It's, it's got a nice woody taste. It's um, very nice, isn't it? Oh, it's lovely. Ooh, it's okay. Yeah, I really like it. Um, Smooth. It's a bit, it's a bit of malt to it. Isn't that, the sweetness is nice. Yeah, it's brewed to be a sweeter brown ale, it's more in line with the traditional old school it's got a bit brown, of browns. Yeah, yeah, it's got a slight licorice taste, yeah. It's come through nicely, not too much. It's alright though, I don't mind that. Mm. I like that, it's, it's good. Nice. Yeah. good. What, what's, what's next? Next Rob? is the Ipswich Pale Ale, IPA. That's 3.6%, uh, so we're working up percentages. A classic IPA, very sessionally, slightly hoppy, chestnut brown ale. What do you think, Hans? For me, that one a little bit weak. Um, 
I'm not a massive fan of IPAs anyway, though. I will just state that. I don't um, really like that. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan because IPAs just don't really do it for me, and it's quite weak. Um, so not really my choice of beer. But I can see why it's a session beer. It's very easy to drink. It's sessionable, but it's just a bit too. It hasn't got enough to it body-wise. Hasn't got enough to it. No, so it is. It is a session now. It's not for everyone's taste. I agree. Uh, that particular taste is is a little bit light on the body. I must concur, it's not one of my favourites. The next is the Bra Bitter, one of our steadfast favourites. It's classic bitter, 3.7%, traditional malt, traditional hops, all from England. Good beer. Well, my opinion. <laughs> mm, that's, that's good. I'm not a massive bitter myself, but that's really good. Yeah, I think it's nice. I think um, it's quite a smooth, smooth, nice bitter. Um, yeah, I mean, um, I don't know if there's a whole lot to say about it. It's just a nice session bitter. That's, that's a that's a better session beer. Yeah, yeah, for that's sure. What should be like. Mu- yeah, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot more flavours. More of that, please. Yeah, that's the whole plan. It's the original recipe from the very first bit of brewed here. Classic bitter. Don't want to change it. So we move next on to the Samuel Harvey VC. What? Why? Because it was brewed to commemorate that Samuel Harvey who was the only person from Ipswich to win a Victoria Cross in the First World War. Oh, right. Well, it's a very golden beer, very hoppy, grapefruit, orangey, 3.7% also. It's, it's, it's a bit hoppy for my taste. I, as you know from listening to other podcasts, I'm really not a fan of hoppy beers. But that one's a bit too hoppy for me. Very floral. But I can... I don't know, what do you think, John? I, I don't think it's overly, I think it's got essence of, I wouldn't say it's overly too floral, I think that's, that's a bit too, it's, it, it, it's sort of, most of it's like, like that, really floral, but it's not, it's like, only a little bit, it's just, such, it's got a bit of bitterness as well, it's too much for me. I completely agree, but I like it, because that's the style of beer I like, it's meant to be hoppy, it's meant to be floral, it's meant to be bitter, so uh, the fact that you hate it because of that means I'm right on the mark. Great, that's what you're making. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's true. It's just not my type of beer. Yeah. Am I getting too defensive? No, it's fine. <laughs> Next we have the Dark Knight. Controversial beer, in my mind. Is, did Batman brew it? No, but it's, the, it's meant to be our in-house mild. It's 3.8%, but it's not too much of mild to my liking, so it may well be tweaked after this podcast has gone out. It's not my, that's, that's not much of a mild, is it? It's... No, but I quite like it because... Compared compared to a few miles at the Great Bish Beer Festival, I think that one actually has quite a lot of flavour, and the ones there feel really weak and watery. Yeah. Whereas that mild actually feels like it's got You're some right. flavour. Yeah, it's got I'm some punch. Yeah. It's, it is a good. It is it definitely fits the mild character. It's not too watery. In fact, I find it has even a slight, slight smoky character. Yeah, yeah. But I love smoky. I, pref- <laughs> I, I prefer a mild which is different to that. So, which is why I may tweak it, only because I'm selfish. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a classic mile, I agree. So what's next? The next beer is the Hawksmoor Stone Brew, which we brewed on contract for Hawksmoor Architect Company. Uh, it's an unusual beer because we heated up slabs of granite and put it into the boil. It, an old German method when they used wooden pots, which they couldn't have flames onto. The idea being it would give it a smoky caramel flavour. Um, and uh, it's been one of the favourites, which is why we keep that brewing it now. Yeah. That is uh, if, if, if I'm honest, that has got that just needs a bit more to, body to it. I think that would be incredible. I, I've tried that one quite a lot uh, when I've come here, and I think that's really nice. I, like, I really like the caramel flavours. Um, I'm glad you've actually kept it on because I think it's a really nice beer. It's really just very easy to drink. 
and it's, it's normally my choice of tipple actually. It's decent, I like yeah. it. But it take, the thing is, it, I'm in a dilemma now because if it was one of the one of the range that we were going to drop because it's quite similar to some others and it's very difficult to brew because we have to get a massive oxycetylene torch out to heat granite up red hot to put the point, <laughs> which is fun but it takes a lot of time. Uh, so I'm glad you like it. Good. Right, let's move on. What's next? Next is the Cardinal Wolsey. That's right, Cardinal. <laughs> That's funny, I get it. <laughs> That's at 4%. It's a dark, old style type bale. And uh, very nice, in my opinion. If you say otherwise, I'd kill you. <laughs> no, I really like it. It's really nice, really fresh, really easy to drink. Don't have a bad word to say about it, really. It's just good. It's just a nice, nice beer. See, to me, that, that this is more of a traditional. Older, mild. I know it's a bit more that's busy, a bit bitter. That's what I expect. Something like that is what I'm saying. That's what. That's, that's good. His mouth. <laughs> that's the sort of thing I like. Good. I'm glad you like it. It's, uh, it's brewed as an old style ale. Next, we have the Bry Lager, um, which is still being tweaked batch to batch because it's quite difficult for us to brew a lager. Four percent. Um, mainly for the lager drinkers, being a lager. I think this is great. This one. Um, it's. It's a really good lager. It's it's got a nice creamy head to it. It's got you know it's got depth of flavour, which is more than it's not, it's not really one for a lager drinker. It's got so much more about it. It's a bit it's got so much more to it than just something for a lager drinker. I think you need to sell it a bit more than that. Oh yeah, I, d I don't I don't actually think find it that lagery. It's not it's not very bubbly. It's not very gassy. It's really smooth. And it's really nice. I think this is the kind of like the perfect beer to get lager drinkers into ale. It's beautiful. It's a Beautiful transition. I've said that. See, I'm glad you like it, but that's the problem for me. I brewed it to be a lager, and if you both said it's not very lager, it makes me think that unfortunately something's no, gone no. quite wrong. No, that's not true. So, uh, yeah, you were saying that it's, it's, it's for lager drinkers. Like we were saying, that, we were saying it's quite lagery, but it's it's a good lagery for people to drink it. It's still a lager, which they would like. Yeah. But it's not for lager drinkers. So that, I think that's super. Lovely. What's next? Excellent. Next is controversial. It's called Spice the Main Brace. Because it's so brewed with spices. Spice the main brace. Bit of a take play on words of spice the main brace uh, on a ship. Hence pump it. tip. Did you get it? I didn't get it either. I have no idea what um, that means. But uh, it's not a bit I'm happy with and you may not see it after this podcast unfortunately. No? Well, why, is, why is that? I, I'm just not happy with it. It's not a beer which I originally brewed myself. It was a recipe uh, corroborated by a different brewer. And I'm not happy with it. I think I can brew a better beer with spices than that. It's a, it's a really strange colour. Yeah. That's right, that's right. It's a bit like a ginger ale. It's got absolutely but no fizz. It's like made no in water. No lacing. It's really strange. But the taste, it's not, nothing to it, is it, right? No, no, it's very watery. It's, it's, it's not. It's, yeah. It's like apple juice, actually. Yeah. It looks like apple juice. With no taste of apple or juice. Some of them have sat there all week, and you can tell because they've lost all their, all their condition which is why they taste flat. But then again, I suppose you can't have fully conditioned beer for a week at a beer festival. That's something obviously I need to learn next time for the next beer festival. Um, so, uh, out of this first batch, uh, um, what's everyone's favourites? I have to say to begin with, this is the first nine, and we've got nine more to go for, and they are all in strength order. So we've gone from 3.3% up to 4.1%. It isn't too far. My favourite person is the Samuel Harvey, because I quite like that hoppy beer. I know you two hated it, but that's a winner for me. Well, I like the lager. I had some of, had some of that earlier. It was great. Number seven was Cardinal Ale Wolsey. Get it? Cardinal Ale Wolsey was decent. 
I think that's just got really nice flavours. It's, it's all round so, very good. Yeah, it's so easy to drink that. Yeah. Cardinal Woolsey would be proud. <laughs> I think I think Cardinal Woolsey is yeah, I think it's my favourite so far. It's top. Right. Now the second batch. Next is Briar Cobnut. It's uh, brewed as the old Tolly Cobnut, which is dark and very sweet at 4.2%. What do you think, Heinz? This is usually my favourite. <laughs> I don't know why I put it back. It's absolutely delicious. Um, whenever I come here, I always go straight to the Cobnut. I absolutely love it. But today, if I'm honest, it feels a little bit flat. But yeah. I agree with that. But it's still very nice. It's still got lots of flavour. Uh, it's still a top quality beer. It's the, it's the all round, it's excellent roast flavours. But you're right, it's the, it's the flat, which you know, it's a beer festival. It's probably been yeah. over too long. Yeah. That's not the you know the fault of the brewer or anything. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it, it's you know it's. It's there. It's just a shame it, it's not perfectly conditioned. Yeah. I have to say, it's a shame that we haven't tapped the fresh cask yet because, like Isaac says, it's a, it's a good beer when it's fresh. It's just not got the condition. But yeah, I'm pleased with it. It's sweet, it's dark, it's in line with what people have told me the old Tony Cobnut is like. So I'm very pleased. Fantastic. The next beer is uh, my first attempt at a Hefeweizen, Bavarian style wheat beer. Oh, yes. It's uh, only 4.2%. It will be getting stronger next brew. It's cloudy, golden. Oh, and uh, what do you think? Tell you what, it's such a good, such a good beer. It's delicious. I absolutely love it. I, I call that a yeso wisen. Yes, wisen. I'm pleased. I was worried it's going to be too banana. What do you think? Yeah, I think the banana. It's got bananas. It's got bananas and cloves. That sort of stuff. It's great. I, it I love that sort. I, 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 I can have it all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really nice. Yeah. Good. I, I, I can keep it exactly the same. Just up the percentage slightly because I think for a wheat beer it needs to be around 4.8 rather than 4.2 that's true yeah. maybe maybe um, that is fantastic Yummy. that is one of the best ones so far today okay. what's up next Rob next is our most popular beer it's the Black Horse Stout and it's uh, an Irish style stout it's very smooth very roasty not as uh, some people say oh it's like Guinness but it's not it's completely different it's not as irony as Guinness I, yeah. I prefer it to Guinness um, it's one of our top sellers 4.3%. What do you think? I absolutely love it. I think it's, it's absolutely wonderful. It's up there with Guinness. I actually, oh, I drank a lot of Guinness and I kind of went off it. And now it's refreshing to try a new beer, which is like it, but it just takes it that little bit further. The flavour is just stunning, and it's, it just goes down so well. I absolutely love it. I think it's great. It's, it's got some some complex flavours to it. Like I'm, I'm not sure what you put into it, but it's. It's great, and, and, and also in the summer, I really serve out those freezing cold glasses as well. That is something else. It's incredible. I, I love it. I think it's, it's faultless, perfect. Maybe a pint of it is too much. That's what I'm going to say. I think so. Pint? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe after a pint, you'll get a bit, it'll be too heavy, that's what I'm saying. Well, it, it depends what you like to drink, but it is one of our favourites. We have it over an Isaac's as well, and it goes by the bucket load. <laughs> People so, drink it at the bucket. The next, next up. beer is the Suffolk Pride. It's one of our stronger beers at 4.8%. Um, I find it quite malty. Um, I don't know what really to make of this one. It's, a, it's quite refreshing, it's quite nice. It's not loads to it, but it's, it's quite a nice session beer, I'd imagine. It's quite easy to drink. What do you think, John? How, how strong was it, Rob? 4.8%. See that's surprising because it yeah, tastes it's like just too, it's just not it's so watery. Yeah, it doesn't taste that strong. Um, I'm surprised it's 4.8. Like, like, compare that to the Hefeweizen to the Black Horse Sal, it's crazy. 
if you have if it has more body to it, if it's not as flat, it could be really nice. But the the, fr the, the flat is just taking over everything else. Which is the problem with this beer. Yeah, I, again, my making excuses. It is a flatter beer. Pump through a hand, pump upstairs. Obviously, gives it body. Down here, it's sat there for a little while. It's usually quite a malty beer with a lot of lot of condition in it. Unfortunately, it's not one that we may be seeing too much more in the future. It is on my short list to cut out of Do our that. range. Yeah. Um, and after this review, it might just go. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one is one of my favourites, Port Porter, which is 5.5%. It's a porter, which we decided to put a bottle of port in every cask. A, uh, a, a whole bottle of port. A whole bottle of port. And it just takes the edge off, if you like that kind of thing. If, if you're just in high space, it sort of shook like a... A small horse. Horse, <laughs> no. horse is not my thing. Uh, it's just, it's just not a, not a, a type of beer I agree with. Um, I can, I can see the, the value in it. I, but I'm not sure. I'm, I, I think, I think it. I, I see the merit, but not for me. You got merit. I got merit. <laughs> I got a demerit. Yeah, this is mine now, so um, no one's having it. Um, <laughs> I need no. a fan. The port, it's, it's nice port because the port isn't too overpowering. It's, 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 it's a similar texture to the Black Horse Stout. It's very, very, it looks the same colour, it's almost the same. It's got a bit more to it flavour wise. It's probably not as consistently nice as Black Horse Stout, I don't think, but I love it. I think it's great. Um, maybe even more so than the Black Horse Stout. Too much of that would kick your ass, and you probably can drink too much more than the pint of that. Rather than the Black Horse Stout, you, you know, it's more easy drinking, but that one is. Oh. Yeah, the port port is another favourite. Um, you'll be pleased to know that we do also have a uh, a little wooden barrel full of port upstairs, which for 40p you can have a shot of port to pour in the top of your port porter if you want to uh, port it up as such. Port so, port port. So, so it'll be a port port port. It'll be a port port port. It's a triple pay. Port port. So the next before. Port Finish up with this one, then go on to these three. Port port. So the next is a bit controversial. Now we don't generally drink cider, dun, dun, dun. but this cider oh, is made on site. Sorry, I'm back. This cider is made on site from fresh apples. It it tastes better than it smells. Don't sniff it. Um, His face is like doing a really bad fart. It's the freshest cider you will find with no additives at all. It's ab absolutely just juice that has been fermented. <laughs> Pinty Wretch. Wretch 58. I can't drink cider. Oh god. It's wonderful. No. It's not for me, I can't drink cider. Moving on to Jonathan Stone. Oh, oh cider. Oh. oh. It's oh. not bad. God. That will get you hammered really quickly. It tastes like, um, what's it's that? Very what's, it tastes like Frosty Jacks. <laughs> it's very apple it's, it's so um, sour. It's cider. We found is a very weird thing. The, it's reached six percent. When we first started drinking it, when we first started drinking it, it was very apple. The longer you leave it, the less apple flavour you get, the more cider flavour you get. So it's, it has changed so quickly compared to beer, which you can age and it doesn't change overly too much. Why does it change? I don't. I have no idea. I'm not a cider maker. Yeah, I, I thought I you were the insider. Whoa! Whoa! Right. <laughs> so next John's we have. Sure, that wasn't bad. I hate cider. The next three beers we have are perpendicular, old Spiffle, and Dipper Towel. Now the difference in these beers is we serve them both on cask and on keg. Cask is through usually for a handful, and keg is what you'd have uh, stout poured through, pushed through from gas. 
Um, we have all three beers, we've got one of each, and we're going to try them to see the difference. First up is Perpendicular, it's a light golden ale with American Cascade hops, so it's quite citrusy, and we're going to try the one in cask first. What, what do you think, guys? I actually really like it, I think it's lovely. I think there's quite a, quite a smooth, quite caramelly taste that comes through, I really like it. I think it's, it's really drinkable, and uh, I would actually choose that to drink. The, um, the Cascade hops, is, 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 is that what adds the, the citrus? It is. The, the bitterness and citrusy flavour again is all from the Cascade hops, because that is 100% Cascade. Well, I think Cascade else. hops are amazing. I, they I are. think they're really good. They're you're right, you've, you've, you've mixed them with the, the, the caramel. That's what, that's what makes it good. The, the Cascade hops, I, I, I quite like citrus beers like this. I think they're superb. Well done. Excellent. So now we have the same, but from a cart oh keg. So the only real difference is it's pushed through under pressure and through a cooler. So it's smoother because it's gas in the line and it's cooler. 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 I love the way you took that from my hand. Cooler. It's beautiful. It is definitely, it is definitely smoother and it's definitely uh, cooler. But I actually, uh, this might be controversial, but I actually prefer the one before. No, I agree. I think yeah. The flavours come through a lot more on the other one. It's... I don't know. It, it tastes more caramelly and just, just nice. It's a shame because the summer's the cold makes it more refreshing and stuff. But this one has yeah. it's it's almost taken away the best bits of the other beer. Yes. I, I agree. It numbs the flavour. I mean, it shouldn't. It, sh it shouldn't do. It's no. a shame. Well, the, the reason it numbs the flavour is, is the colder the beer, the more it numbs your taste buds. I'm not happy with that. So the reason that it's uh, it numbs the flavour such is because a colder beer does numb the tongue taste buds, which is why lager is served or commercial lager is served cold. <laughs> So you lose the subtle maltiness of the malt and you get more of the hot beerness through. Ah. Um, so up next would be the Old Spiteful. It's brewed with uh, New Zealand Aurora hops, which are one of They're my favourites. really good hops. Quite <laughs> good. Good. They are. They are. I'm not going to try and mimic that. This is one of my favourite beers. Brit. I think it's... I, I really like the, the taste of hops in this. I think uh, it's excellent. What do you think? I've already tried it. It's, it's, it's quite nice, actually. I quite like it. Um, it's quite standard, it's quite session-y. Um, 4.8%. <laughs> I don't know. That's, I, I that's surprised like it. me though. It's, it doesn't taste like 4.8%. No, I think it's, it tastes more 4.8% than... Um, Suffolk Pride. Suffolk Pride. Whoa. Whoa. I, know. I agree. I had to calm myself down a little bit. But, that, but it's, it's tastes, it tastes like a kiwi. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I quite like a kiwi every now and then. Is this flat? Um, this is the best podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as conditioned as I'd like. It's it's difficult because all our beers upstairs are usually pulled for a hand pump, which adds condition. Yeah, out here they're yeah. pulled from a cask. And also, we have been sitting for a while while these have set, and any head formed has now disappeared, unfortunately. <laughs> so the next one is obviously Old Spiteful again, but this time for a keg. Have a keg. Sip of that. Keg has head. I'm not sure about that, like you know? face. It's not sure. It's not sure. I like it, but I actually, I don't know. Once again, I think I'm going to enjoy and I think I enjoyed the, the one before. Oh my god. It's weird. It completely it's changes the, the taste. It, it really does. It tastes completely different. That's the thing. This is what people get confused by. It's the same beer. The only difference is half the tank went into cask, half the tank went into a keg. Well, the go. only difference is the serving. That's weird. This has got like different... I taste a bit of coffee in there. Yeah, yeah, I taste yeah. a bit of... Hazelnut, I don't know, it's definitely with coffee, but there's something in there. It's, 
It's different. It's different. I don't know, John. It's just different. <laughs> what, what is that place I'm getting, Rob? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. How you work it out? You're the brewer, John. Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not quite sure if there's hazelnut and coffee, but it's a certainly completely wow. different taste. Well, it appears I'm now a brewer. <laughs> so yeah, that is a controversial beer. Robert Lewis Pike is the brewer. So it's, Next, it's the final beer time, isn't it? It's, it's the final beer that we're going to try. It's the, it's the final beer time. <laughs> he thinks, I did the thing for a second to work out what the theme tune um, This yeah. is a double tap, it's 5% brewed Amarillo hops, which are quite orangey. Hopefully that will come through in the end beer. So you tipped out, that was one of your first beers? One of our first beers. It has changed slightly, we don't use Tipple Malt anymore, we use good old Marasutta, Rolls Royce Malt, but the name is State. What do you think, Heinz? I've said that too much. It's not, it's actually the second beer I had, and it was actually really good. I really enjoyed it. It's very uh, sessiony again. Quite a lot of these beers 5%. are actually, but they're actually really sessiony. That's the thing I like about this, these beers because they're really easy to drink. And I don't know when you go for a, when you go to a pub, if you find a beer that is like really strong and it's a bit too much, you're like, yeah, I'll have one of them and I'll move on. But this one, the same as quite a few other ones, you you, you have it. And you just continue with it because it's really nice. But yeah, it could be lethal by the end of the night. That's, See, that's what's nice about it. I agree. I think it's it's it's, it's almost like it's like I think this one's more obviously five percent, yeah. but it's easy to drink. But but like that is really really sessiony, but not but it's five percent. So it's dangerous actually. You drink it, drink it, drink it, get drunk, crazy. It's like pimps. Yeah, it is, um, it is a nice beer, and it, like you say, it is a bit too easy to drink, especially if you have this on car on keg there, sorry, which is the second one. The first one's cask, this one's keg. I is now having a sip. I think I find that keg beers you lose the maltiness of the beer, and it gives you more of the hop taste. So being heights, I don't think you quite like it, but I think it makes it even easier to drink for me. No, and it, it seems to add the harshness to the beer. I don't know. Before, it's the hop, isn't it? it? Takes away the malt. Yeah, yeah. Before, before it was quite easy. And before it was, it was quite like smooth. But now it feels really harsh. Bit of bitterness, isn't it? But you've got the flavour. It kind of like smacks you in the face. But I quite like it. It's still good. John just smacked me in the face for anyone that wasn't watching. And it was actually quite good. I really enjoyed it. But I think I'd still prefer the one before. Do you know? I, I think I agree with you. Uh, I think. And probably this one, the tipple tap, more than any of them, works on works more than the other two. This is this is good, but not as good as cask. And, and you know, I, I, I'm a bit surprised saying that. I thought that maybe I'd have preferred these ones, but you know, I love multi beers. So that's probably why, isn't it? Yeah, I, I do think if you like a more hoppier beer, you go for a keg beer, and that's why you find a lot of craft beers which are now pushing towards their incredibly hopped beers do do uh, keg them because you get more bitterness and hop through than malt. Um, well. I assume because that's what we've we've found here at this brewery. But that was a uh, that was our entire range of beers tonight that you've tried. So and so far you didn't say you hated any of them apart from the cider and one or two. So so I'm so out of this side. What's what's been everyone's favourite? I quite like the the Hefeweizen. No, I think this is the strongest side side of the paper. It's a silly. It's a paper, but like they have a vice and they have black horse out and. Um, the the, the the port port was good and actually same as the tipple towel as well this, this is really good I, think I, I find the stronger percent beers tend to be more favourite 
I know people like a good session beer of lunch now and again, but I, it's difficult to get a weaker beer with a good flavour as a stronger beer. A stronger beer, for some reason, there's, well, it's easier to make a stronger beer with more flavour and attractiveness as such than a weaker beer, because a weaker beer is always going to taste, if you don't get it just right, watery. Right, so we've, a, we've tried to say loads of great beers. I, I want to pick a favourite. What, as the, the entire favourite of the night, John? The, the, the entire favourite of the night? Are you, you going to pick one, Rob? My entire favourite... Uh, now, what I, the thing is, I should probably go with what I drink the most, but that does change now and again. I'd probably go with... Favourite favourite tonight? Old Spiteful. Yep. Old Spiteful. Why is that? On, Old Spiteful on cars. Just because when I set the beer festival up, I tasted all the beers, as you do, and I got to the Old Spiteful and I thought, this is damn delicious, and uh, it's just excellent. Those Aurora hops are fantastic, and I've stuck to this for the whole week. I think my favourite actually is. I really like the uh, Stonebrew. I don't know what, I just, I just really like it. I really like the caramel taste of it. Every time I come here, I always end up drinking at least one pint of it because it's just fucking delicious. It's really caramelly, and yes. That was the, the, the German style one, right? Wasn't it? Yes, yes. Uh, well, not German style, German technique. I used to drop hot granite into the boil. Hey, John. Get it right. Jesus. I'm sorry. Jesus. I'm sorry. Christ. Um, Superstar. Mine. Ah. Mine is, there's been so many great ones. I, as I say, I liked all the Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen was incredible. Hefeweizen. But I'm going to go for the Port Porter. Controversial. I think this is incredible, this Port Porter. Um, and now this whole glass is all mine. I'm glad you like it. It's been a good taste session, haven't it? I've absolutely enjoyed it. It's been brilliant. It's been great fun. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you haven't slated my beers too much. Good. Um, yeah, um, I was very nervous. So thanks, thanks for listening, everyone. And Thank you. we'll be back again in the very near future. Remember to keep up to date with us on www.pubcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, and follow all our shenanigans. Shenanigans. We'll, we'll speak to you again very soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. <laughs>